0: Hello, hello. You're listening to the Career Changemaker podcast. Having the courage to leave a career that you have worked hard to build and try something else can be tough. So in each episode, we dive into key career change strategies so that you have a clear understanding of what is required to transition into a new role or a new industry without feeling like you have to start at the bottom or have to take a massive pay cut because hashtag ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> if you are ready for frank and honest discussions about how to become a career changemaker, keep listening. I'm your host, lawyer turned career strategist and executive coach Janine S. Brand. Hello, hello and welcome to the show. So we are switching things up a little bit. Back in episode 204 of the Career Changemaker podcast, I interviewed an incredible lady called Jazz Marfo. And we talked about imposter syndrome and we had such a dynamic conversation. And a few weeks later, I went on to her podcast and was talking about the fact that having intention in your career gives you choices. Now, our conversation on her podcast was so, so good that I thought it'd be a good idea to share it here as well. So listening to our conversation, you may well hear a bit about my my journey that you weren't aware
1: of before. I uh, hope you enjoy. I am very, very excited. I know I'm going to find a new word apart from excited, but as explained last week, I'm, I genuinely mean it. Um, to have a special guest today, this is somebody who. Some of you might have encountered us together. We done a cheeky live on LinkedIn um, a couple of months back. That was just so, so, so much fun. There was so much insight. Um, so it's only right that Janine Esbrand is here today. Hi, Janine.
0: Hey, Jazz. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for
1: having me. You are so, so welcome. Can you introduce yourself to our listeners?
0: Yes. So my name is Janine S. Brand and I am a career strategist and an executive coach, a speaker and a former lawyer. And I'm super passionate about supporting women with making transitions in their careers so they can advance into roles that are more meaningful to them, that create more impact and that pay them more. Oof,
1: all of it. All of that sounds like absolute music to my ears. And I've had the, the pleasure of just seeing you in action, working with your clients, coming to one of your client events um, and just really seeing the lives that you've transformed, but also how you support them in that message and in that sort of mission. Because it can kind of feel a bit abstract, changing your career or quote unquote leveling up, as I sometimes sort of describe it, it can kind of be like, OK, I want more money, but how? Mm hmm how did you come to do this this work like what was your journey to this point in your career
0: yeah so I started out my career as a lawyer I um, wanted to be a lawyer from a very young age I think maybe around eight my mum made the suggestion I should be a lawyer because I was she said argumentative I say opinionated semantics you know (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so I kind of went on that path. And I remember growing up seeing programs like Ali McBeal, Law and Order and thinking, oh, that looks like a glamorous career. That's something that I want to do. And so I followed that path. I qualified as a lawyer. And once I got in, I was like, oh, this isn't exactly what I thought it was going to be. It's a lot of reading. It's a lot of paperwork. It's a lot of late nights. Um, And I also felt as though, you know, I've made it. And it was, it was hard for me mm. to get there because I didn't have anyone in my family who were lawyers. I didn't come from that kind of background. Um, but then when I got there, I was like, oh, this is just the start. Like, I need to figure out how do I become an associate? How do I then make partner in the long term? What, what am I actually supposed mm. to be doing? And it was very much me trying to figure it out on my own and looking around and seeing what other people had been doing um, and realizing that there's a lot of things that were missing in terms of my understanding And so over the years, Mm. I was able to navigate my way through my my legal career. Uh, But probably shortly after I qualified, I had the opportunity to go on a mission trip to East Africa. So I went on a mission trip, a group of lawyers. We went and we were supporting people with access to justice and helping prisoners Mm. who shouldn't have been in prison um, and were there because of corruption, helping them fight for their legal rights. Mm. And it was such an impactful time that when we came back, I was like, how can I do more to help people on more of a personal level. Like, yes, I'm a corporate lawyer Mm -hmm. and I'm helping companies make money, but like that experience of helping someone and impacting them personally, like just changed my mindset about what I wanted. And so I started looking into ways that I could support people on a personal level, came across coaching as an industry, was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know this was an actual thing. I'm a natural coach. I didn't know that there's a whole industry around this. And so I went down a rabbit hole, (laughs) got my coaching certification and really like was digging into that side of things on the side of my legal career and so for a long time I was doing both I was coaching people on the side mainly lawyers mainly um, female professionals with how to navigate their careers through different life transitions um, while I was working as a lawyer And yeah, I did that until 2021 in lockdown when I was trying to do all the things and homeschool my two children and decided it was time to decide (laughs) where to focus my energies. Um, And so that's really brought me here where I am focusing full time on supporting women in various ways. So through coaching, through speaking um, and through kind of helping
1: organizations to support their talent pipeline. There is so much in there that I'm going to dig into. But the first thing that I want to go to And I say this as somebody who, if you asked me when I was 18 what I wanted to be, it was a consultant. So it's so fascinating to me that an industry like law that has the quote unquote very clear steps, right? You come in, uh, maybe a grad, trainee, junior, Mm. associate partner, associate, you know, or senior partner, whatever the language is like across like, Law, consulting, accountancy, that, that, those sort of uh, established traditional careers, mm-hmm. you would assume that the pathway was clear. You would assume that there was clear steps because everybody's career kind of exists same in the same container mm-hmm. and it goes in the same direction.
0: Yeah, but the way I see it is that there is a playbook as it pertains Mm. to advancing in your career. And there are many of us that have pages missing in our playbook, particularly if you're Mm. coming from a working class background, particularly if you are a person of color, there are things that inherently people know because the Mm. information is passed down from their parents or their grandparents, or like there is just a level of education that happens that is missing for Mm -hmm. many of us. So we work hard to get there. And we are there, but like we're missing stuff. And you're thinking, how are these people getting promoted? And how, and I am here working hard and they are working hard and I see I'm doing what they're doing. And sometimes I'm doing more than mm. what they're doing. And why is it that I'm not <laughs> getting ahead? And a lot of the time yeah. it's because the things that they are doing that they had just been taught to do, you haven't been taught to do. And I think mm. that is why it's like, yeah, there is a path everyone should be on that path and there should be like these steps, but not everybody knows about everything that is required. And I like to to highlight to my clients that there's really two tracks. There's you doing the work and being good at the work that you do. And there's also you managing your career and being intentional Mm -hmm. about that. And lots of people are not doing that second part. They're just focused on doing the work, hoping that the work will cause them to get promoted. And it doesn't work like
1: that. I just razzle dazzle. Like I remember coming into work on one Monday and... Just being in the kitchen with my colleague and him basically sharing that he's got a brand new role. And I was like, where the hell did this role even come from in the first place? And this is a white middle class male. And I was just confused because I was like, what happened? And then as things sort of transpired, I was just like, oh, you had a pivotal conversation with somebody. And mm-hmm. I want to have more of these conversations in my career where somebody goes, OK, we need to create a space for you here. Right, and I think it's stuff like that I find even in my work there's three things that come up in my work specifically that are things that connecting back to what you said about like natural coach that I've actually been good at but took for granted were actually a privilege and they were a privilege because my dad taught me how to do them mm. so the first one was networking the second one was how to articulate my impacts so whether that's writing a CV or pitching something an idea or something to somebody and the third one was negotiation I watched him run his own business. He took me along for the journey. We had conversations. We read the same book. We had a little book club and all of that stuff. And so when I went into the world of work, I was just like, wow, people don't have these, right? And I say this as somebody who grew up working class, evolved into middle class, black, South London, like the textbook says I shouldn't have these skills, Mm-hmm. Because if it weren't for my dad, I would not have these skills. The education system was not giving me these skills. They were trained; it was training me to be a good worker. And we can have that conversation all day about how the education system does that. Yeah. But it's—I think that's what comes to mind when you said there's just there's just pages missing. Like you go to the library, chapter three is gone, 100%. chapter eight is gone. So I don't even know what happened and how to. Get it yeah. well I guess I'll read chapter two
0: and four right and then you don't even realize that the, the, the chapters are
1: missing until you look around and you're no,
0: like no. what's going on and I think the fact that you had your dad who was able to demonstrate the, that skill set to you and mm. y- you kind of grew up with like it's a given until you realize that other people don't have this and there's so many people that don't have it and so it's almost mm. like when you were then finding yourself in the workplace and you're comparing yourself to your colleagues you're really comparing apples to pears and not apples and apples and you're getting Mm -hmm. upset or frustrated and saying like why am I not getting ahead or I just need to work harder and it's like no you don't just have to work harder you actually need to learn the Mm skill set of navigating your way through in this in in the world that we live in and in the workplace that maybe is not set up for you to succeed without having this Mm -hmm. information and so then it's like okay how do I go about seeking out that information and that's where yeah. coaches come in um, that's where you finding mentors and people who have, have been there done that so they can mm-hmm. share it with you but you're just
1: trying to figure it out on your yeah. own it's like you can't just figure it out because you don't know the information and I guess that makes me curious, like, how was it for you? Because I know you transitioning into doing this work as an executive coach, speaker, supporting folks around this is a fairly recent transition in terms of full time. Mm-hmm. So, but there was there's a whole legal career before that, that you yeah. navigated and probably took some of your own medicine as a coach. And like, what was that like for you yeah. getting those pages, I guess?
0: So I would say there is one person that I owe my legal Mm. career to. Um, Her name is Chooks Golding. She's an amazing lawyer. Mm. Um, I remember like being very, very frustrated. I've been applying for training contracts for like three years and my peers were getting training contracts and I'm just like, I'm doing the most. Like I'm getting experience. i travelled to New York City to do an internship so I could stand out. I went to Budapest. I did how many placements and yet still I'm not getting an interview. And I was like, if they just meet me, I know they're going to love me, but I just can't get in the door. Mm. And I remember uh, like venting to someone and they were like, oh, have you spoken to Chooks? Um, she's a lady who um, went to the same church as me. And I was like, no, I haven't spoken to her. And they were like, she's a lawyer. You should speak to her. Spoke to her. Mm. And she was like, look, like it looks like you, you're doing all the things. So send me your application and let me have a look at it. And I remember the day that she emailed me, like she looked at the application, mm. she emailed me back. The headline of her email said, if you're having a bad day, don't open
1: this. And I was like, oh Oof. my gosh, is it That's that bad? That's going to be honesty in the email. <laughs> okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. I like that she gave you the primer, but she I'm me really nervous for you.
0: She primed me. And then I was like, okay, let me open this thing. Opened it, opened the attachment. Red track changes all over the shop, everywhere. She tore it to shreds. Mm-hmm. She was like, Janine, you are not selling yourself. What is this? And I was like, I thought I was. When I took Mm. her suggestions and I implemented them, I ended up having four training contract interviews and landing two offers and choosing between the firm that I wanted to work for. It was that one, like that one thing that just, I would literally, it was like light bulbs were going off and I was like,
1: oh, that's where
0: I've been going wrong all this time. But I could have put in another hundred applications jazz on my own and I never would have figured it out. And so mm. it was her opening my eyes to what is actually required and what do they actually expect that was the beginning where I was like, this is the power of mentorship. And as mm. I then started navigating my way through my career, I always found a person. So like when I was in my seat in corporate, I found a person, his name was Gareth. And like, I would always go to him and be like, okay, how can I improve this? Or like, let me know what mm. I should be doing. I went on to Convent and worked for RBS, um, for six months, I found someone there who was like ahead and had been there for a while. So I made sure that as I navigated my way through, I was strategic about the relationships that I was building and making sure that I was aligning myself with people who had information that I didn't have. Because I realised yeah. from that one interaction with Chooks, like she changed the game for me. Mm. And so that Huge. is how, like, I've done that in my legal career. And then even as I as I think about my transition into entrepreneurship. I stay having a coach. (laughs) Like I have a coach. Mm. I have various different coaches (laughs) for different things. If I know that there's a gap in my knowledge and my understanding, I'm not going to try and figure it out on my own because I don't know what I don't know. And so that has been the key for me is to recognize that relationship really is the thing that moves the needle. And I think when Mm. I first started in my legal career, I was told that I needed to network. I was told that I needed to do business development, yeah. but nobody really explained what that even meant. So I was just going to networking yeah. events and collecting business cards and then putting them on my desk and being like, <laughs> I,
1: got, I went networking. Like Pokemon. Go catch them all. I've got like, 12 tonight. They're just I'm
0: stacking winning. up. Like the cards <laughs> are just stacking up. It's like, yeah, but what are you actually doing with those? Nothing. <laughs> Whereas yeah. now I understand what it actually means to build relationships with people. And So it's been a journey in that regard. And I think that Had I not had that encounter and not had chicks take the time, I wouldn't be here or I wouldn't have had the legal Mm. career that I had because I would have given up. I'd be like, these people, like they don't know what they're missing, forget it. I'll do something else.
1: I think everything that you just shared just goes to the testament of getting another perspective. So perspective of someone with more experience or in the instance of a coach, a lot of the times if it's pure coaching, somebody who has zero experience, but they've got full visibility on you and what's Mm. happening and what's not happening. Because I think the thing that we jump to there's nothing wrong with it, because in many ways we're wired to do this. Is there something wrong with me? I need to get another course. I need to, like, do more doing. Do. But it's not the doing. You're doing all the things. You've collected all the Pokemon badges. <laughs> it is the articulation. It is the, like, implement the theory. Like, implement, you're passionate about this. How does it show up? And who can tell, who, that's not you, can tell me about you. Mm. it's all of those different nuances that we actually go down this rabbit hole of it's another course it's another internship in fact maybe i should get a second role i should do you know and again there's nothing wrong with these things in and of themselves right but i think the biggest thing that came out for me and this is going to be the title of the episode intention gives you choice because when Mm -hmm. you shared four then two and then you janine sitting down going what do i want which one serves me best yes that's where we want to be we don't want to be in a space of desperation we don't want to be in a space of like spray and pray and like just be grateful for whatever shows up we want to be stay in that and of intention when it comes to our careers because we spend so much of our life in it 100 100 it's it it's it
0: blows my mind how passive we can be when it comes to our careers and like relying on hope like i hope that I'm able to make it or I hope that someone notices that I'm working so hard and it's like Mm. nah like you be intentional like when you set your intention around something your, your actions will follow and so you're able to show up for the thing that you have decided that you want and I think sometimes people are nervous or fearful of even setting the intention in the first place Mm. like can I actually ask for what I want am I worthy of that and I think doing the mindset work around that is important because you can only go so Mm. you can only go as far as you believe yourself to be able to go right it's like if I don't think that I can actually make it as a director, or if I don't think I can actually operate at a higher level as much as you say you want it if you don't believe that you can Mm. actually like do that, you're not going to take the action yes. that's going to get you there. Hey, 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 I am super excited because I have a handful of spots open for one to one coaching. I am looking to work with more of you who are highly ambitious, very driven, know where you want to get to, but are struggling to get there because you feel as though. You're being overlooked and undervalued for the contribution that you're making. You know that you need to get more visible. You know that you need to show up more. You understand that creating a personal brand that is speaking for you when you're not in the room is important so that you can move towards your career goals, but you don't quite know how to make it happen. And for you, I am extending the invitation to come and join me inside of Elevate. This is my one-to-one high-touch coaching program that is designed to help you to advance into your next role, secure your next client, position yourself for the opportunities that you want by being intentional with your personal brand, making sure that your digital footprint is tight. Yes, I mean LinkedIn is looking good and attracting the right opportunities and making sure that you're able to show up with confidence and fully articulate the value that you're able to bring to your next opportunity. I am excited to dig deep, Come up with your personalized strategy and your plan and support you with the accountability and coaching that is required to help you to get there. So if this sounds good to you, if you know that you need some support with really taking your career to the next level, book a call with me and let's explore you joining the Elevate program. So head over to careerchangemakers.com forward slash call so that you can book a fitting call and then let's have a conversation about whether or not this program is a good fit for you. I look forward to speaking to you.
1: This episode is brought to you by Just Jazz Private Coaching, the six-month one-to-one experience for high achievers to carve their unique careers free from burnout, overwhelm, and underworld with challenging and curious conversations we get knee-deep in all the things getting in the way of you having a hell yeah career instead of a career that feels meh if this sounds great to you book a call today at just jazz.co forward slash coaching where we will map out the what and how of working together 100 percent. and in fact you can turn it against yourself and turn it into a big point of shame, a big point of guilt, where it's just like, I've set myself this goal and I'm now beating myself over the head with it mm. without actually having a bit of compassion and realising I don't think I have the tools to build this thing. Yes,
0: yes. Understanding what is missing is important. Like, OK, mm. if, I, if, if you've been trying to do something and it's not working, rather than just saying, OK, I just need to try harder, assessing, do, do I have everything that is required for me? to do it because mm. sometimes we can look at other people and be like well they managed to do it and their circumstance is not your circumstance their starting point is not your starting point <laughs> and so for you as an yeah. individual knowing your skill set knowing your strengths knowing what's important to you knowing how you started in life like what do you need to help you to get there. Mm. And I think that individual approach is important, especially like we talked about before, when there is structure and when it's like, oh, you should work as an associate for two years. And then after two years, you should be getting that promotion. After seven years, you should be like, those shoulds can mm. send you for a loop. Cause it's like, I've been here for 10 years and I'm still here. And it's like, because yeah. you're just there, but you're not like making sure that you have the support to make the forward movement or the upward movement that you desire.
1: Yeah, I think it's huge. And I think in many ways, right, we operate, our careers operate within a set of rules and those rules are always evolving. But I think we should take heart in the fact that those rules were created by humans, which means that there are some humans walking this earth who know what those rules are. Mm -hmm. And it's just about finding those and kind of being like, hey, your director level, could we have a chat? Because the politics that I'm now exposed to as a first-time team lead or, you know, a first-time associate or whatever that kind of may be, it's throwing me. Yeah. But you've been you've been existing in this. You maybe have yeah. some perspective that I don't have. You have some lessons learned that you can just give to me. Like, just give, you know, even within a 10-minute span, what you can give to me will help me navigate so that I can eventually be in that space. And this is not about us saying, like, I want your job. Show me how to be you. Mm. No, it's about, like, I, I would like to grow, by my own definition, if that ends up having a similar job title, it could do. But also you could give me advice that means that I end up changing industry or changing the firm or whatever kind of that is. And I think it's important to get any of those niggles out of our head when it comes to approaching somebody to support you in your career. And whether that's a mentor, whether that is a coach, like it's that space of like actually let's let's be real about what comes up and what is stopping you like if you're listening to us, to us today and you're mm-hmm. thinking all of this sounds great but I'm very comfortable just collecting business cards like a Pokemon and um, <laughs> doing nothing with them because all of the stuff that you're talking about sounds long like ask yourself why does it sound long which mm. parts feel uncomfortable and then how can you be supported around that
0: yeah 100%
1: yeah a lot of what we're talking about is, I guess, coming under the umbrella of what you describe as being the CEO of your career. Yeah, Where did that whole concept come from for you?
0: I think recognising that so many people are passive. And then as I've been building my business as a coach, as a speaker, and just understanding the principles of business building, It's like, Mm. oh, when they were telling me back then to do business development, this is what they were talking about. I didn't realize. (laughs) And there are so many synergies between building a business and building a career that people don't Mm. see. And so when I was thinking about, you know, like I'm stepping into the CEO role of my business, but like everyone should be the CEO of their career because there's two parts. Mm. There is the vision piece that every CEO has to have where it's like if you're running a company, you have to have a vision as to where that you want this company to go. And then the second piece is strategy. Like what are we doing Mm -hmm. to make that happen? And so every individual, when you are approaching your career, you should have those two tracks in mind, like where are you trying to get to? And then if you've decided where you're trying to get to, what strategy are you putting in place to get there? And in different seasons of business different strategies are relevant and needed. And in different seasons of your career, different strategies are relevant and needed. Mm. So because I could see like the parallel between what I'm doing to build my business and then what I'm doing in supporting my clients, I was like, we need to talk about being the CEO of your career because I think every single person should be stepping into that role and know what it means Mm. to step into that role. So that's where that kind of content came
1: from. I love that. And I love the fact that you use one of my favorite words, which is strategy, because it's very easy as as folks who support people around career to talk about having a plan. Mm -hmm. But the evolution when you talk about strategy, strategy is a long-term plan. Keyword, long-term. I can plan to send a message on LinkedIn today. That is a short-term plan. That's something I'm going to do as a one-off. Now, if I wanted to turn that into a strategy of actually a having a aim having a desired outcome so i want to maybe build my network in this particular industry or area or or find two mentors in the space that i'm in whatever it is that's anchored that's long term that's something that you accept is not going to happen overnight and then you start to look at building either consistent habits processes um practices that then support that it is not a space for fly by the seat of your pants Mm. vibes Mm. It is not a space for, well, I just took it because they offered it to me. It's actually quite a empowered position to be in. Right. And even when we think about CEOs, if every CEO or every company that we encountered, the CEO was living the let's just wing it. And this is what I feel like. It's just vibes. That wouldn't work. So why do we think that it would work for our career? Mm. That's why strategy is just like, it's key in seeing yourself as a strategist, seeing yourself, because even for me, I, I, I saw myself as a career butterfly for quite a while because my career was squiggly. And then I had to sit down with myself and go, no, 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 no. I know exactly why I've moved on from each opportunity and what attracted me to the next and I know where I want to be long term in my career so it's not no butterfly thing, mm. it's anchored to something bigger, it's anchored to something yes. long term so it's important for you to understand and believe that you can be a CEO, that you can do something long term, that you can build a habit right, one of the words that gives me the ick and I'm working on it again working on it, it's like consistency yeah. and I know <laughs> there are some people who are like consistency whereas I like to go and spurts and I like to run and sprint and then get mashed up. And uh, you know, we're learning. I'm a work in progress, folks. Just because I'm a coach, don't mean I'm perfect. <laughs> However, comma, there is a space of me that goes, okay, over there we can live la vida sporadic. But I can be strategic. Mm-hmm. I will be strategic. I have been strategic, and it has served me. So you ha- you just have to believe that. So I think that's yeah. what I love so much about.
0: Yeah. And what I love share. that you said about anchor, because when you set the intention around like your vision and then you're, you're starting to build out your strategy, it is the anchor because if you are somebody who can get distracted and like opportunities might come mm. up and you're like, oh, that sounds good. Or like you said, a role might come up and it's like, oh yeah, sounds good. I might just go for it. If you've set your intention and you have that anchor, mm. it can just pull you back when it's like, okay, this sounds good, but does this get me closer to where I want to get to? And is it aligned? There's so many times where, you know, I'm working with clients who have decided they want to make some kind of transition and they start to get a bit mm. frustrated because things don't seem to be working or moving as quickly. And an opportunity will just come in left field and they're like, oh, should I just take this? I think it sounds okay. I'm like, wait, hold on, hold the phone. Mm. This does not get you to where you said you want to get to. And also, you said you didn't like this, and this is going to have you doing more of this type of stuff that you said you didn't like. So why are we doing this? And they're like, I know. Oh, yeah. Thanks for reminding me. And it's like you need something to, like thank oh. you so you're not spinning your wheels and just being led by your emotions because when things get hard yeah. when things get frustrated frustrating you can be like okay that's it I'm going to jump ship or okay I'm going to just take this mm-hmm. opportunity only to find yourself six months down the line being like ah oh, this isn't it yeah. it's like you knew it wasn't it before you took it because yeah. it wasn't yeah. alive it's right. Course.
1: Let me remind you of what you said. These are your words. This is not me. I'm just saying. I'm just putting it out there. Like, you you said it. Like, if I just go back through my notes, in our initial session, Mm -hmm. you said how much you hated XYZ. And now. So tell me some more tell me some more right and I think it's so interesting right because it's about opportunities and I I believe that opportunities are everywhere but whether they're an opportunity for you is a different story in this season there's a you in this season hello it's that it's you in this season because we evolve right and there's certain things that will fit that won't fit in six months didn't fit before, vice versa, right? There's a song, um, I don't, I never remember the title of it, but it's Kendrick Lamar and it's Baby Keen, who I discovered is his cousin. And there's a verse where he basically goes, what are the pros and cons of this next check? Mm, and it's like, hello, did you ask yourself? Did you ask yourself that? Like the salary looks shiny. Did you read the roles and responsibilities? Do you understand that this is six roles in one? Yeah. What's the pros and cons? Because you could say, yes, I ain't got a problem with that. There is no judgment here. But understand that you've weighed up the fact that, okay, social life flies out of the window and I'm going to do this for two years and it's going to shortcut me to blah, blah, blah. Like I know people who have weighed up the pros and cons and said, right, I'm going to migrate to take the leadership position in the US. Pros and cons, I'm missing time with my kids. I'm missing time with my family. I'm going to have to be flying back and forth. Pros, shortcut. Mm. pros I get the experience right so this is not about judgment of it it's about ask yourself the question ask yourself.
0: yeah 100% 100% so I think over overall it is you just realising that you get to choose just because an opportunity comes your way doesn't mean you have to say yes just because someone's mm. asking you to do something doesn't mean you have to say yes like if you don't set your intention what does happen is you get swayed by other people Yeah, because you have nothing else you, you, you have nothing to you know i say like what's your filter like what is your criteria that you're working to mm. working with so that you're able to filter out opportunities so that you're able to ask yourself does this make sense like you have to first establish what does make sense for me or what is my desire yeah and that helps
1: you to then say no or say yes to opportunities that come yeah. out 100 i want to be nosy when When is that showing up for you, I guess, in your own career, right? Weighing up those quote unquote opportunities and deciding if they truly are.
0: Yeah, I think when I was working as a consultant for a while, so like a legal consultant, and it was great, like I was able to have the flexibility that I needed because I was, my, my business was growing and I had the flexibility and then I got headhunted uh, via LinkedIn by mm-hmm. a, a recruiter to come and work for a startup as their in-house legal counsel and I was like oh do I really want to be an employee again (laughs) like I'm liking this consultant (laughs) life and this side hustle entrepreneurial life um but what what I had to look at is okay what is the opportunity here and the company that I was Mm. going to be working for was a startup around a diagnostic tool um to support Mm. organizations with hiring the right types of people so they did psychometric testing and and they—they're the same. The founder of the company was the same company that did the the kind of psychometric test that I took as a graduate. Um, SHL. Oh, wow. So, and he—this was like his third company, and it was like a different thing that he was building up. So I was just like, I know my goal in the longer term Mm. for my coaching business and for where I want to go is I want to um, continue to support individuals. And I also want to go and support organizations. So me working for this company as their legal counsel and understanding how they're building this out, how they're doing market research on the companies, how they're liaising with the companies to um, position their offer for them is going to be helpful mm. for where it is I want to go in the long term. And when you're working as yeah. a legal counsel, you have direct communication with the CEO. You have direct communication with the C-suite. And I was their first hire as a as a legal counsel, so I was sole legal counsel. So I was like the level of exposure that I'm going to get. I actually mm. also get to work on legal contracts in a context that I'm interested in. Because I'd be working on contracts mm. in like oil and gas. And then I'm like, oh, why isn't it me to an 80 page contract? I don't, I'm like, I'm not that interested. <laughs> Whereas it's like, I would be like so interested to read these contracts and like yeah. advise them on this. And so it was a no brainer. But I had to work it, I had to work it through because I was like, mm. I'm going to be giving up the autonomy that comes with being a consultant to go back to being an employee. Yeah. If I'm going to do that. One, they need to be paying me as much as I want to get paid. And two, it needs to help me move forward.
1: And that it did. Mm. And so, yeah, it made sense. It was a true opportunity. It Thank was. you for walking us through that. Because I, I think it's so easy for us to volley these concepts and these ideas and these lessons learned. But actually, when we put an example in there, it can become a bit more 3D because folks who are listening could be in that exact same position where, you know, it's happened to me. I've gotten off the phone, ran into the room to my husband like, oh my gosh, you wouldn't guess. And it's this and it's that and it's this. And he's asked me one question because don't get me wrong. I'm the Disney version of the couple and he's the more sober. He works in insurance, folks. Okay. okay. So Mm -hmm. this is just a little clue of how his brain works. So he's just like, but did you ask them about this? Yes. Did you ask them about their funding sources? Did you ask them about? And I'm just like, I didn't, but I will. Oh, I will. Okay. <laughs> what else didn't? I, what else didn't I ask? You know? You know? And it's just like, I just like, I'm not trying to be part. I'm like, no, no, no. This is your job. These yes. were part of the unwritten vows, because it's important. Because you can just roll headfirst into it, especially if you are quite impulsive, passionate, mm-hmm. or, on the contrary, just dying to get out of where you are and see some movement and something yes. new. It's so important. I'm going to ask you a question that I ask all my guests. What's your career teaching you right now?
0: Jazz, yes, we're these questions deep. Um, <laughs> uh, look, at I'm like, nosy.
1: told you I'm going to be nosy. My,
0: <laughs> my career is teaching me right now the power and importance of accepting, acknowledging, and talking about what you're good at. Like, mm. I'm a good coach. Actually no, I'm a fantastic coach. And like for uh, like I know that I'm good because of the results that I get, right? But like there's mm. an element of hesitation around just saying that because like oh I don't want to come across as big headed. But like recently yeah. I've been looking at the receipts and I'm just like mm. Janine like you have been blessed with a skill set and like yeah. you have an obligation to lean into what your strengths and your gifts are because they are there to support mm. other people. There are things that you are absolutely not good at. like mm. you are not good at always being on time. you are not good at being organized. you are not good at the details yeah. but you can delegate that stuff out. So like recognizing yeah. that where where is the sweet spot for me? Where is it that I add the most value and then how do I amplify mm-hmm. that in my career? because I there's so many ways that you can build a business there's so many things that you mm. can be focused on but like make the main thing be the main thing and don't get caught up yeah. on the other things and I think that lesson is something that you know I'm, I support clients with like let's lean into what are you actually good at and how do you articulate your value but mm. you know when you can do things for other people that sometimes you struggle to do for yourself
1: oh yeah oh, 100% we could talk about that part all day
0: Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, then I want to remind you that caring is sharing. Share this episode out with somebody else and head over to your podcast app to leave us a rating and review. For every rating and review that you leave, it helps us reach more people. It helps more people find the show. So I'd appreciate it if you go and do that right now. Thank you so much.